Welcome everybody to this week's Moon Muse. Today is Monday, October 16th, and it is the second night of Navaratri or the nine nights of Mother Divine in the Vedic calendar. So today the week begins with the moon transiting the nakshatra, the moon constellation, Vishaka. Vishaka has several different meanings. It literally means a fork in the road, but it can also mean a radical change of direction, a goal post, like like in in sports or even in marriage, the the marriage uh, ceremony uh, site or the chuppah in the Jewish tradition would be a symbol of Vishaka. And uh, the third symbol is a poison vessel. And the fourth symbol is another devotee of God. So all of these meanings actually are based on that fourth meaning, another devotee of God, because it's devotion to something that we can't see but we want more than anything else that fuels our ambition in life, that, that causes us to make scary changes without, uh, you know, knowing what's going to happen. It's faith. It's faith that, that causes us to get married. You know, we never know how it's going to work out. Um, and, and also that poison vessel is a symbol of healing. Jesus is known to have said, it's your faith that healed you. It's not anything else. In fact, science is now showing us that it's the placebo more than anything else that heals us. It's our mind. So Vishaka really connects with this energy of blind faith, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And it really connects beautifully with the second emanation of Durga. Durga, as you might have remembered from my last uh, moon muse, I talked about how Durga is she who removes suffering. So these nine nights of the goddess or the Navaratri observation in the Vedic calendar have to do with an astrological influence that comes to us twice a year that cleanses us cleanses us of our sorrow of our suffering and you know very simply we could look at suffering as a lack of faith I'm not happy with what's happening now. It should be something different. I don't have faith that this moment is absolutely perfect. This is really at the heart of the shaka, and this is how we begin our week, with this faith in something that we, we can't see. We, we've, never, we've never tasted, we've never touched, we've never felt, and yet um, it's guiding our life. 
And and sometimes we get breakthroughs, sometimes we get glimpses, and we can see, oh my God, there is a law of miracles that actually is operative in this world. That's brahmacharini ma. Brahmacharini ma is the second form of goddess Durga. And literally the word brahmacharya means moving in the state of Brahman. Moving in Brahman, which in Sanskrit means the the absolute consciousness, the unified field, the divine intelligence behind everything in creation. Moving according to that. Sometimes brahmacharya or brahmacharanima is um, connected with this word brahmacharya, which I feel is erroneously translated as celibacy or restriction or restraint of some kind for a particular spiritual outcome. Celibacy, fasting, um, you know, any kind of form of, of not allowing yourself to indulge in any kind of senses. But, but, Oftentimes what we see with people who are really committed to those kinds of practices is that they get stuck there. They, their identity gets melded with this notion that I'm not spiritual if I'm you know, not eating vegetarian or I'm not practicing meditation every day regularly or whatever restrictions we put on ourselves in the name of spirituality. And, and, and that sometimes gets us stuck. Like I remember one time I was at a pizza place when I was living in Boulder and there was a famous yoga teacher there. And he was, he was freaking out because his pizza kept being brought to him in the way that he didn't want it. And I remember thinking, yeah, I understand that we want things a certain way, but sometimes we get stuck in that. That is the opposite of what is symbolized by this second form of Durga, Brahmacharini Ma, moving in Brahman, not getting stuck in ambitions, concepts, uh, self-tortures. The Buddha is a classic example of the Vishaka constellation that the week begins with. The Buddha, is his life is an example of extremes. He was born in a pleasure palace and then he left it for uh, extreme austerities as a renunciate until he finally discovered this pathless path, this path between extremes, the middle path, not getting caught that's another way of describing brahmacharini ma. The, the way that we release ourselves from suffering is that we don't get trapped, we don't get stuck in our concepts about what is right, what is wrong, what is true, what is not true. We're open-minded, we're flexible. This is the 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 real, I think, manifestation of our faith, the real demonstration of faith. 
is flexibility. Fundamentalism is being stuck. Real faith is knowing that I don't have all the answers, but I'm still going to proceed, knowing that an unseen force, an unseen power has my back, is guiding me, and, and is even producing the thoughts in my mind that I think are my own. That's really what's behind the energy of today's moon transiting Vishaka. So, um, what else can I say about it? Um, this is the second day. Tomorrow is the third day of Navaratri. And the emanation of Goddess Durga is she who rings like a bell, Chandragantama. Chandragantama is that, that um, bell of freedom that comes when we don't allow ourselves to be um, stuck in the, the muck and mire of trying to figure it all out for ourselves. Some things we don't need to figure out. We, can, we are actually born free and we're free in this moment. That's the real, I think, message behind today's moon. And, and tomorrow's emanation of Goddess Durga. Uh, we also have to remember that we've just passed through the last solar eclipse of 2023, and we're going to have the final lunar eclipse at the end of October on the 29th, I believe. And this is really a time of liminality. I love that word. It's one of my words from graduate school. Liminality, it means a time of betwixt and between, which is obvious for the fall season if you're in the northern hemisphere or spring season in the summer hemisphere, uh, southern hemisphere. Um, it's liminal. These are, are passing days as we move into the winter slash summer seasons. Um, but there's something so precious about them. I, I really think that's why, you know, the energy of the eclipses also come at this fall season, because it's, it's a time of um, shedding an old identity, leaving behind an old notion of what you think is important to you or what's important to do in life. This is a time of not having the answer about the future either. That's why I'm bringing up this whole notion of faith. Because we, we, we don't know what the winter holds. If you look back at last fall and, and how you felt before going into the winter and then at the end of the winter, it's, it's a totally different thing. We, we're entering into an unknown territory as we move through the seasons. And it requires a, a great deal, I think, of clarity of mind. Patanjali, the author or the compiler of the Yoga Sutras, referred to this as the autumnal clarity of mind that uh, really dawns on us, especially uh, during this moment of liminality and uh, the nine nights of Mother Divine. So, 
I will be back next week with uh, next week's Moon Muse, and we'll be uh, celebrating the end of the Nine Nights of the Goddess, which I always enjoy um, the beginning, the first three days of Navaratri. I don't know if you've experienced it, but it's always kind of tumultuous. It's always um, a, a, a bit of an upheaval. Here in, in India, in Dunagiri, we're having massive thunderstorms and lightning storms and rain. And this tends to happen every single Navaratri. As far back as I can remember, there's always some kind of dramatic shift in the weather. There's a dramatic shift in the world, in in um, feelings, in emotions, in all the levels of of our experience. So I guess my advice for this time is to be gentle with yourself and to locate your faith, find your faith, find your uh, fearlessness to be able to ride through the the changing times. Okay, my dears, I will be back next week with some more insights on the moon. Thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to um, be notified about our uh, upcoming episodes, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. All right, see you next week.